This will make Grandpa really happy. He's comfortable and pain-free. Learn about the many advantages of receiving hospice care at home. Visit hospicesupportfund.org to connect with your local nonprofit hospice. That's hospicesupportfund.org. This is a WEEU sports presentation. WEEU Sports presents exclusive live coverage of Berks County High School Basketball. High School Sports on WEEU is brought to you in part by Angstadt Family Dental, Bachman Roofing, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Mortgage America, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, UECU and by Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society. Berks County High School Basketball presented by Cross Keys Insurance only on WEEU The Voice of Berks and Beyond and online at 830weeu.com. Good evening everyone and welcome. WEEU's coverage of Berks County High School Basketball continues District 3 Tournament Opening round matchup in boys class 6A as the Penn Manor Comets take on the Reading Red Knights. The Comets out of the Lancaster Double League Section 1. They went 6-4 and four and tied for second place behind Division 1 champion and ultimate Lancaster Double League champion Cedar Crest. Penn Manor is 17-7. and seven. They come in as the number 11 seed, which puts them on the road and takes them here to the Geico Complex where they take on the Reading Red Knights, who, of course, won Section 1 of the Berks Boys Conference, got to the championship game, and ultimately fell, fall to Wilson by a final score of 54-53. Knights come in as the number six seed to try to defend their district championship. Reading High is 17-8 and eight on the season. Winner of this one moves on to play in the next round, and obviously for the loser, their season comes to an end. So a lot on the line tonight as the Reading Red Knights play host to the Penn Manor Comets. Alongside Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool. We are literally moments away from tip-offs. So we're going to jump right into our keys of the game, brought to you by REMAX Real Estate Agent, Phil Macaronis, if you're buying or selling a home, Phil Macaronis is a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame with over 20 years of experience, providing countless buyers and sellers keys to the real estate transactions. Call 610-670-2770 and ask for Phil Macaronis for the keys to buying and selling your home. Rich has his keys to the Comets and the Red Knights. And for the Red Knights, they want to control the temple, unlike what they did in the championship game. Francis Kamara, the Red Knights coach, felt that Wilson controlled the temple. They don't want that to happen again. They, the Redding wants to play strong interior defense and they want to rebound the ball strongly. They want to limit second shots to a taller Penn Manor team. The Red Knights also want to limit their turnovers. They've committed 18, several of them unforced in the Berks Championship game against Wilson. They want to limit those turnovers. The X factor tonight for the Red Knights is Malik Osumano because of his versatility offensively and defensively. Tonight's tip-off is brought to you by Chick-fil-A of Exeter, Fifth Street Highway and Broadcasting Square, feeding and serving high school sports athletes and coaches for almost 40 years. The Red Knights in their home, Whites with the ball, taking on the Comets in the gold with a blue trim. And Daquan Burgess is in the starting lineup tonight for the Red Knights, misses a three. That's rebounded by the 6'6 senior Ethan Benny, and he will bring the ball up the floor for the Comets as well, guarded by Nick Chapman on a step back, shoots a three, and buries Wow. Quite a, quite a versatile player in Benny. His 30th three of the season to put Penn Manor on top first. Yadiel Cruz to try to match that on the other end. 
hits it off the back iron on the long rebound. It's gathered up by Michael Lauer, and the Comets have it again, with Chapman now flipping off and guarding him. And Lauer trying to take Chapman inside, does, but misses it too strong. But right there to put it back is big Demir Wesley, and he gets fouled. Offensive rebound and a putback is a foul. Let's set the starting lineups brought to you by the by UC, UECU. Utilities employees work hard every day and keep our communities powered and connected. Utilities Employees Credit Union has been serving them and their families with everything from mortgages to auto loans to savings for college. And now UECU wants to be there for you. Get started with uh, now at uecu.org. And the Red Knights with Francis Kamara in his first season, Yadiel Cruz, Jeremiah Kamara, and Nick Chapman, along with Malik Osumano. And tonight, Daquan Burgess gets the start. Wesley Rosario will come off the bench. Demir Wesley at the free throw line misses them both for Penn Matter. So it remains a 3-0 Comet lead. Benny and Wesley, both big boys inside at 6'6 and 6'5. Kamara turns it over, and it's Devin Figueroa who picks it up, but he gives it right back on a palming violation. Turnover right back for Penn back, Manor. Yeah, it was a backcourt violation. Penn Manor threw pass back into the backcourt. Penn Manor, had, yeah, it's two bigs. Uh, Francis Kamara, the Red Knights coach, said this: they've played teams with similar size, and he compared them favorably with Central York very similar in the type of roster that they have. There's a good look inside for Cruz to a cutting Nick Chapman who gets bumped and fouled. Julian Severino in the starting lineup for Penn Manor tonight with the absence of Andrew Galley and their point guard who is out. So it's Michael Lauer, six foot junior, along with Devin Figueroa, six foot senior, Julian Severino, six foot junior as well. And then those two bigs that Rich was talking about. Demir Wesley, six five and a senior headed to Villanova on a football scholarship to play as an offensive lineman. And Ethan Benny, 6'6", and a senior, long and lanky and headed to Millersville to play basketball. So two bigs, two very differently built bigs, but yet two very big and athletic players inside. Nick Chapman at the free throw line on the foul, misses the first, makes the second for the Red Knights' first point, makes it a 3-1 to one game. And here comes the pressure from Redding High and Penn Manor with another turnover. Bob Benny, we, we, we know this, he's made 29 threes, he made his going into the game, made his 30th. He can score inside and outside. Penn Manor likes to play a lot of high-low on offense. 1,000-point scores and just went over that 1,000-point at the tail end of the season against Cedarcrest. Penn Manor in the Langus Leveling playoffs beat Lampeter Stroudsburg in the quarterfinals, 56-45, and then lost in the semifinals to Warwick, 66-65. And now we're going to get a turnover against Reading High. So two teams have both turned it over twice and they've done it on back-to-back turnovers yeah red knights guard traveled with the basketball i think that was kamara trying trying to look to pass it inside benny brings the ball up the floor stops turns and shoots it off the back iron and daquan burgess gets high and rebounds it for the red knights he wants to push nice crossover dribble kick out kamara corner three no and tipped by cruz and a foul looks like over the back on yadiel cruz so battling with big Demir Wesley inside, Yadiel Cruz will get called for the Red Knight foul. Hey, Yadiel Cruz was in foul trouble in the, in the champ, Burks championship game against Wilson. Finished the game with four fouls, but had to sit much of the fourth quarter. We're two minutes in. It's 3-1 Penn Manor. As again, Benny brings the ball up the floor. Wesley tries to set a screen to get Chapman away from him. That doesn't work, so he gives it up to Wesley. And back to Figueroa. Wesley sets the screen to get him away from Burgess. Missed three. Is rebounded by Yadiel Cruz, and he wants to go. Up the floor by one defender and another to the bucket and no. And rebounded by Penn Matter. 
Michael Lauer pulls down the rebound on the miss by Yadiel Cruz. So it stays 3-1 in favor of the Comets. Again, driving by Benny, lost the handle on it. Cruz takes it away, throws it up ahead, and Nick Chapman will lay it in to tie the game. Nick Chapman forced the turnover, then got the pass from Yadiel Cruz for the basket. So the turnover leads to offense. Chapman with the three points for the Red Knights to tie this up. As Redding High goes all but almost three full minutes before they finally get their first field goal of the night. 5.08 left to go in the first quarter. It's 3-3. Figueroa goes by Kamara, gets himself in the paint, blocked by Osumano, picked out by Wesley, blocked by Burgess, and rebounded by Osumano. Up ahead for Cruz, drives to the bucket, no, tipped up by Osumano, no, and a foul on the rebound. This one, I believe, is going to be on Wesley as Osumano ended up on the deck. Great block again by Malik Osumano. Gets it started for the Red Knights the other way. Osumano and Cruz excel at blocking shots. In the semifinal game in the Berks County playoffs against Muhlenberg, Osumano had six blocks and Cruz seven. How about Daquan Burgess going up with big Demir Wesley to come up with the basketball on the other end as well. So the Red Knights now looking for their first lead with 4.35 left to go in the first quarter. We're tied at three. Chapman off the dribble. Kicks it over instead for Osumano who swings it on the left side for Kamara. Kamara drives to the foul line to the corner for Burgess. Burgess goes around the defender up and under and home and a foul. That's a pretty move by Daquan Burgess. That might be two on Wesley. Yeah, it might be. Let's see. He's going to put Burgess on the free throw Burgess, line, that's for sure. Yep. yep. Demir Wesley, that's the big a, boy for, who's headed to Villanova for football at six foot five and easily 260, 270 pounds plus, is headed to the bench with his second personal foul. Yeah, 426 left in the first quarter. Burgess, we know, can make threes. He's made 34 of them, but he showed a lot of skill there getting to the basket. Misses the free throw, but Running High has its first lead as a result of the work by Daquan Burgess. And here's Lauer on the other end. His three is in and out. Tipped and controlled by Chapman. Chapman up ahead for Yadiel Cruz between a couple defenders off the back iron. No. And Lauer comes down to get the rebound. Kamara ripped it out of his hand, but he was on the end line when he did so. It's going to be Penn Manor basketball. Yeah, Cruz has struggled to find his offensive rhythm. He's 0 for 4 so far here in the first four minutes of the game. Nico Sosa checks in for Redding for Jeremiah Kamara. 4.07 as we're just about halfway through quarter number one. And the Red Knights on top 5-3. Devin Figueroa bringing it across half court, guarded by Burgess. Again, Burgess getting to start tonight, and he goes for the reach in, got the ball poked away, but made contact. That'll be a foul on Daquan Burgess. And that's his second. Well, I, I think, you know, we talked about, we had the Exeter 5A first round game last night, and that game was called very closely in the first half, and so far this game has as well, and I think we both think this is a mid-pen conference crew like the one that we had last night and so you have Burgess with two fouls for Redding and Wesley with two fouls for Penn Manor. Xavier Beatty checks in with Burgess going to the foul with that going to the bench for that second foul so 5-3 Red Knights inside look tried away for one extra pass Severino throws it away. Now it was blocked by Osumano. Up ahead for Beatty it's tipped out of bounds it's going to stay Red Knight basketball 342 left to go in the first quarter Redding High 5, Penn Manor 3, Red Knight basketball underneath. It's Osumano, Cruz, Nico Sosa, Xavier Beatty, and Nick Chapman, the five on the floor for High. Chapman, the inbounder, eventually throws it out to Cruz out near half court. 
Rich said Yadiel still looking for his first field goal. Post up down low for Osumano. Kicks it to the corner for Sosa, who drives to the paint. Up off the glass. No good, but he's fouled. This one's going to be on Michael Lauer. And the, and the fouls are starting to mount now for the Comets. And, and, and really, the way the game is called is really important to Redding because Redding plays so aggressively and is so aggressive on the basketball, on, on the ball defense. And so far, we've seen a lot of fouls called already. Redding Red Knights with more District 3 titles than anyone with 24, including the last two. They failed in their effort to make it three in a row in the county, trying to do it instead in the district. Sosa made the first and makes the second. So Nico Sosa makes it 7-3, running high on top. Redding is seeking its seventh straight berth in a district final, which I don't know has <laughs> been done before in District 3. Devin Figueroa with a basketball long way from the bucket. Gives it to the high post to Nate Ruiz, who checks in. Gives it back for Figueroa to Lauer. Lauer, their best three-point shooter with over 30, oh, 50 on the season. Gives it up instead. Severino goes baseline, blocked by Yadio Cruz, and controlled by the Red Knights. Nico Sosa across half court. Takes it to the foul line, tries to dump it off, and hit Benny in the face. Recovered by Beatty. Red Knights still keep it. Cruz goes baseline, gets a defender up in the air, and travel. Yadiel Cruz got himself underneath the basket with nowhere to go, and then turns it over. Another substitution for the Comets as Dallas Rohrer, a 5'11 junior, will check in. Redding showing full court pressure after the turnover for the first time tonight. Again, Andrew Gallion, there's junior point guard, not able to play tonight for Penn Matter. So Larry Bellew in his 12th season in Millersville, the home of the Penn Manor Comets, going a little deeper as Benny's elbow jumper's no good. He's able to run down his own rebound all the way out near the Redding High bench, and Penn Manor will reset. Lauer drives. Lauer blocked by Cruz and controlled by Yadiel Cruz. He's got the ball on the open floor. Cross half court from one end to the other. Count the bucket, Yadiel Cruz. First basket of the night. A lot of Redding fans holding their breath because <laughs> there was contact. And, and I think it was Benny who was waiting, who was trying to draw a charge. No call. 9-3 Red Knights, and here's another steal. Sosa ahead of the pack will lay it in for two more. And a timeout called by Penn Manor as Redding's lead swells to eight. At 2.02 left to go in the first quarter when we come back to the Geigo Complex. It's Redding 11, Penn Manor 3. More high school basketball playoffs on WEU after this. No regrets. You'll never regret switching to Erie Insurance, where you'll always be treated fairly. It's easy. No J.D. Power ranked us highest in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance purchase experience two years in a row. So get a quote today. Call Cross Keys Insurance, 610-916-6190, or go to crosskeysins.com. For J.D. Power award information, go to jdpower.com. Erie Insurance. The Redding Red Knights, who made it to the county championship game last Friday night. You heard it here in WEU. They beat Schuylkill Valley in the quarterfinals, then Muhlenberg in the semifinals, and then eventually Wilson in the county championship game, winning that one 54-53. Red Knights looking for redemption in this one as they start district playoffs. The winner of this one advances to play Carlisle, the number three seed who got a bye in tonight's game. So the winner of this one is headed to Carlisle for a Friday night game at 7 o'clock. 11-3 Red Knights, Penn Manor with the basketball following the timeout. They post up Benny. 
with Chapman guarding him. He goes around Chapman, misses. No, he makes the shot on a friendly roll and a foul. Not sure who this is going to be on. It might be Chapman, and it's a good basket. No, it's not going to be. It might be on Beatty. Yep, that's who it's on. You are correct. Xavier Beatty picks up the foul, and Benny picks up the bucket, and now to the foul line to make it, make it a three-point play. Again, he's 6'6". They put Nick Chapman on him to kind of harass him a little bit, but then Larry Bellew makes the adjustment to the timeout to post him up down low when he scores and gets fouled. Makes it an 11-6 game. Sosa drives up with a shot. No good, but he's fouled again. Nico Sosa right back to the foul line. This one's going to be on Nate Ruiz. His first, and Penn Manor over the limit now. Sosa with a shot two anyhow in the act. Again, the game is being called a lot closer than a lot of games that we've seen that we saw during the regular season. Already 9,000 9, in this game. So Sosa back to the stripe. Senior is a 68% free throw shooter and makes the first. So three in a row at the line for Nico Sosa. Red Knights now four out of five at the foul line here in this first quarter. Still 132 left to go in the open se- opening segment. Red Knights on top by six with another free throw coming from Nico Sosa. That two is good. 13-6, Red Knights on top. Bob, just like last night in the 5A game we had in Exeter uh, against Lampeter Strasburg, this is an elimination game. Loser goes home, winner goes to the quarterfinals and puts itself in an excellent position to reach the state tournament. Figueroa open for a three, missed it, scrambled for the ball. He ends up getting it back, dumps it inside to Benny, and he's fouled. Nico Sosa came flying in but caught Benny on the elbow, and Ethan Benny back to the free throw line to shoot two more for the Penn Manor Comets, and that'll be the first on Sosa. And so both teams over the limit now in fouls. This in the act is going to put Benny on the line regardless for sh- shooting two. He's a good free throw shooter in addition to everything else he does well. And as I say that, he misses the first. 82% free throw shooter hard off the back iron on the first. At 23 in the semifinal loss to Warwick in the Lancaster Love League semifinals. By the way, Penn Manor with that appearance this year in the Lancaster Level League playoffs. First time they've been in the Lancaster Level League playoffs since 2010. And the win over Lampier Stroudsburg last Monday in the quarterfinals was their first LL playoff win since 1990. Comets have never won a District 3 championship. They're, they're seeking their first. So Benny one out of two at the strike makes it a six-point game with 50 seconds to go in the first. Chapman drives, lowers the shoulder, trying to get a man up in the air, won't. Gives it back for Cruz. He'll drive right into the teeth of three defenders. Kicks it back to Chapman. Again, drives, misses. Rebounded by Xavier, Xavier Beatty. And the offensive put back, puts the Red Knights back up by eight. Yeah, Xavier Beatty doesn't score many points, but nice follow there by the junior. Figueroa for the foul line is good with just inside of 30 seconds to go. Devin Figueroa's first two. Makes it 15-9, to nine, Redding High on top. And the Red Knights will hold for one here to finish the first. 20 seconds to go in quarter number one. Chapman out near half court. Red Knights will spread the floor. Chapman will start to go to work inside of 10, which is where we are now. Gives it up for Cruz with seven. Yadiel drives, trying to spin Benny around. Kicks it back. Sosa fakes a long three, drives, dumps it off for Beatty, and they don't get it off before the buzzer. Good luck, but just a second too late. And so Redding denied on their last possession, but they will take the lead. By six after eight with a score, District 3 boys 6A playoffs 
The Redding Red Knights 15, the Penn Manor Comets 9, back with the second quarter after this on WEU and Redding. Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly, having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. OverheadDoorOfReading.com UECU is a proud supporter of Pennsylvania athletes and families. They invite you to enjoy their new low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, member rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Bazing. UECU membership is free online at UECU.org or simply stop by the credit union while missing on Meridian Boulevard. UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. Welcome back to the Geico Complex alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. District 3 boys 6A opening round matchup. The defending District 3 6A champion Redding Red Knights on top of the Penn Manor Comets by a score of 15-9. Penn Manor with the basketball as we start the second quarter. Ethan Benny, seven points in the first quarter. Demir Wesley picked up two early fouls back out on the floor for the Comets to start the second quarter. They swing it around for lower, looking for his first points. His three is no good. Wesley with the offensive rebound, home and a foul. So Larry Ballou gambling a little bit by bringing Demir Wesley and his two fouls back in, and he immediately makes that gamble pay off. Yeah, he he can't afford to let Redding pull away and get up by a lot of points, so he's got to take that chance with Wesley in, and that foul was on Wesley Rosario, and that's his first. Just came into the game to start the second quarter where Rosario didn't get to start tonight. He's up on the floor quickly as he gives it for Camaro in the corner. Back to Rosario on the baseline. They leave him alone. He's going to pop for three and gets it. Wesley Rosario with a three from the deep left corner. So Rosario with the field goal. The three for him is his 13th at a three to get the Red Knights started in the county championship game. Here's a drive and a scoop and a score by Devin Figueroa. Figueroa went right at Yadiel Cruz and scooped it with his left hand and scored. Rosario drives and spins it back for Cruz, who pulls up foul line jumper. No. Tipped around by Rosario and out of bounds. It's going to be Comet basketball. A minute into the second quarter, 18-13, running high on top, Malik Osumano. Back into the game now for Redding High. Chapman comes out, which means Osumano now will guard the 6-6 Ethan Benning. Bob, we have a couple of scores in 6A. Cedarcrest leads Wilson 21-19. 3.22 left in the second quarter. We also have Ole Valley in an 11-11 tie with your Catholic in 3A boys after one. Michael Lauer misses another three and a foul on the scramble for the rebound between Cruz and Wesley. And they're going to get Yadiel Cruz on that foul. That's going to be his second. Again, the game is being called very closely, and that's not to Redding's advantage. Correct. It would have been a huge whistle whichever way it went because it's the second on Cruz. If it was on Wesley, it would have been his third. Instead, it's going to put Wesley at the free throw line, and Cruz picks up his second. Here, Wesley makes the free throw. Wesley averages 8.1 points per game. He had 14 in the win over Warwick in the semifinal. 
53% free throw shooter is one for two so far on one for three in the game and makes another. So it's a three-point quarter for Demir Wesley and it's uh, Wesley and it's a three-point Reading High lead. They almost turn it over. Kamara open for a three right wing. No. And rebounded again by Wesley. Demir Wesley just cleaning up the boards as long as he's on the floor. Takes up a lot of space. Now Benny has it out near half court again, guarded by Osumano, bringing him a long way with him. Now tries to beat him off the dribble, little Euro step move, misses the shot, and Osumano pulls down the rebound. Up ahead for Rosario, to the corner for Camaro. Swing it from the other corner to Cruz for three. That's up in the air and home somehow, another one straight <laughs> up in the air and straight back down for Yadiel Cruz for three. Yeah, it looked like it was not going to <laughs> fall. It, you know, that's why the hesitation Bob had, and then all of a sudden it just went right through the basket. 46-3 of the year for Yadiel Cruz in the top five in Berks County and threes made. Top scorer in the county at 22.4 gives the Red Knights a six-point lead. Kamara going for the steal but he's on the end line battling with Michael Lauer and now a little bit of jawing between the two after it's over with. I think he got a T, I think. Curious to see who they give it on. I mean, to be honest with you, I didn't think Kamara did anything. Lauer got up and got right into Jeremiah's face. So if there's a T assessed, let's see who yeah, it's on. There was a loose ball along the sideline, and it looked like it was going to be off Redding. And right. then there was but some Jeremiah drawing. Kamara was right. on the sideline yes. when he touched it. So that immediately yes. made the ball a dead ball. But there's definitely there's right. definitely a T here. I'm not sure. The question we don't is know. whether it's going to Maybe be on both, both Maybe or, on both. or yeah. one or the other. Yeah, he, they want the teams to go to their benches. Yep. So now the officials are going to talk this over. They're going to huddle at midcourt here. But again, Lauer jumped straight up and got in Kamara's face, which is never really a good idea to do no. at the Geigel Complex, I'm just going no. to say. No, and, <laughs> and, and and some of the people in the front row got out of their seats too, which is not good. 5.37 left to go in the first half. Running's on top, 21-15, as we, uh, we sort out exactly what the call is. And we're going to get the it for the officials. A technical foul on, on three. And so they're going to get on both. Yeah. So both players, Michael Lauer and Jeremiah Kamara. Kamara is not happy. Right. So that's going to be a second on Lauer. And, this, and it's the first on Kamara. Right. Now well, the, I don't know. Do the board shoot? has only Kamara posted. But we'll see. I thought. Well, I, then it, it, if he's shooting, then it's only on Kamara. Right, correct. Wow. So now you really understand why Francis Kamara is upset. It's hot. Yeah, and I don't blame him. As Bob said. Lauer got up and just really got right in Kamara's face, Jeremiah Kamara's face. So Ethan Benny is the free throw shooter for the technicals, going to shoot two, and then Penn Manor's going to get the ball back. Kamara and Beatty come out. Burgess and Chapman back in for Reading High as, ba- as Benny makes them is. both. Yeah, it's, it's Penn Manor ball. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's just a technical just. It's a technical on Kamara, but not on right. Lauer. Just the single. So a huge break here for the Comets. They get the two free throws, and they're going to get the ball back. Now down by four, 21-17. There's still 5.37 left in the first half. Dangerous inbounds pass. Rosario deflected it, takes it. Blocked out of bounds by ben, by Benny. It's going to stay running high basketball. Great play by Wesley Rosario, guarding the inbounder and stolen. Yeah, Redding's quickness just showed their... Co- Devin Figueroa will check back into the game now for Penn Manor. And Dallas Rohrer will check out. And Benny used his length to block the shot. Looked like it was, Redding was going to convert that turnover into points. Rosario in the corner, guarded by Benny. Beats him off the dribble with a beautiful crossover. Wrap around for Chapman. Missed it. 
Cruz with the offensive rebound. Back up. Count the bucket and a foul. Yadiel Cruz with a little hesitation in midair. Gets the, gets the contact, gets the bucket, and a foul as well. Let's see who this is on. How about the crossover dribble by Wesley Rosario? He went by Ethan Benny, a 6'6 senior headed to Millersville, and the sophomore Rosario beat him off the dribble like he was standing still. I think that was on Figaro, and it is. It's it's his first, but what a pretty move by Rosario. So the Cruz bucket, and now the foul by Yadiel. Gives him six in the quarter, eight in the game. And the Red Knight lead reaches seven. It's 24-17, Redding High on top. Nico Sosa back in. Cruz takes his first breather. Score from Lebanon County. Cedar Crest leads Wilson 24-22 at the half in another 6A first-round game. There's Figueroa off the three. Missed it badly into the hands of Nico Sosa off the glass. And Redding High looks to push. Sosa drives, kicks it back. Chapman fakes the three, drives inside. And now they're going to call an offensive foul on Nick Chapman. Wait a minute, you got two. Wait, you got, you got contrasting calls here. One says it one I, way, and yeah, one says the other. It's, it's going to be running high. Yeah, it's going to be against Penn Manor. Yep. So that's going to be on Figueroa. That's his second. Fouls the are starting to mount in this in the, this ball game. The only thing I could see that it might have been an offensive foul if 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 there was a wraparound, but I didn't see it either. Right. So there's a ball kicked out of bounds. Daquan Burgess trying to get it to Chapman down low. It's going to stay Reading basketball. We're inside of five minutes to go in the half. Reading's on top, 24-17. Wesley Rosario on the inbound for three. No, and rebounded by Figueroa. Jenny will take it across half court. Big screen by Rosario. Knocks Rosario to the ground. Shot missed. Wesley's rebound is no good. Here comes Reading high back the other way. Kicks it around for Sosa. Inside for Rosario, and it's home for two. Nice look by Sosa. Rosario underneath the basket. Timeout, Penn Manor. Wesley Rosario got laid out by Demir Wesley on the screen. Gets back up and with the greatest amount of revenge gets the bucket. We're going to take a timeout. 4.31 left to go in the first half. Redding High's lead reaches nine for the first time. 26-17 Red Knights when we go back to the Geigel on WEU in Redding. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, trust in a realtor with local knowledge and 20 years of experience. Phil Macaronis, a lifelong resident of Berks County and a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame, is rated in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for sales production. For a knowledgeable, personable, reliable realtor, count on Phil Macaronis of REMAX of Reading. Call 610-670-2770, extension 3179, or call his cell phone at 610-858-4555. Hey there, basketball fans. Let's take a moment to talk about the cornerstone in our neighborhood, Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. When it comes to protecting your home, trust the folks who have been doing it for over 51 years. From solar solutions to remodeling dreams, they've got you covered. Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. The name you trust, the people you know. Visit us today, and let's make your home the MVP of the neighborhood. Call Bachman's at 610-947-5102 or visit gobachmans.com. Following the Penn Manor timeout, Redding High with the nine-point lead, the Red Knights' largest alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. 26-17, Redding High on top, Penn Manor with a basketball. 4.25 left to go in the first half. Bob, we have a 4A first-round score. Skoka Valley trailing Middletown 23-19 at the half. Here's a steal by Daquan Burgess up ahead for Sosa, and he's fouled. We'll figure out who the foul's on as the steal on the other end by Daquan Burgess sets up the Red Knights' 
turned the other way. Is this on West? It's, it's, on, 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 it's on Figueroa. That's going to be his third. Sosa going to the line to shoot two. So Devin Figueroa with three. Demir Wesley with two for Penn Matter. And Sosa back at the free throw line. Misses the first after making four free throws in the first quarter. And now Dallas Rohr will check back into the game for Penn Matter. Bob in a 3A boys first round game. Ole Valley leads York Catholic 20-19 at the half. Sosa misses them both and Wesley has the rebound. Figueroa comes out with those three fouls. Wesley with the basketball in his hands. He better find a guard. He finds Ethan Benny. And Benny brings it across half court. Guarded by Chapman. Trying to go around the big body of Wesley who sets the screen. Kick back out top and a foul. Trying for the steal. Nisko Sosa got his hands in a cookie jar. And that's going to be a foul. That's going to be his second. Redding's team fourth. Yadier Cruz, Jeremiah Kamara back in for the Red Knights. Daquan Burgess, Nico Sosa out. As we're at the halfway mark of quarter number two. Red Knights 26, Penn Manor 17. And Penn Manor basketball following the foul. Ethan Benny, Demir Wesley. Wesley drives on Osumano and is able to lay it in. That's a nice move by a big man. Wesley drives past Osumano. Vince Kamara talked about his feet, how, how good he moves for a big guy. Here's Rosario left alone for the top of the key and a three, and again he buries it. He's got eight points here in the second quarter after sitting on the bench for the first quarter for an un undisclosed reason. Uh, he looks like he is ready. He, look, he looks very aggressive offensively. <laughs> 14 threes on the year for Rosario, and the, light, the, lion, the lead reaches 10 now for the first time for the Red Knights at 29-19. Top of the key for three by Severino is no good. Chapman on the run after the rebound. Up ahead for Osumano who catches no offensive foul as Severino stood back and waited and Osumano knocked him to the ground. Offensive foul. It's Osumano's first foul, team fourth. He'll come out, Xavier Beatty back in for the Red Knights. Still 3-11 left to go in the first half. Both teams trying to nurse their way to halftime with the foul issues. Yeah. Penn Manor trying to keep this within arm's reach right now. Down by 10 with 3.11 left to go in the half. Michael Lauer, who has yet to score for Penn Manor, averages 13 points per game, gives it up for Severino, and then gets it right back. Guarded by Jeremiah Kamara. Goes around him, puts on the brakes as he sees Rosario. Lauer doesn't seem, Lauer, Lauer doesn't seem to go to his left well at all. Benny drives, misses, nice but tips follow. on his home, home miss. Yeah, that's a really nice follow by Benny. Benny now in double figures with 11 as Rosario drives, lost his footing, and travel with it. So the Red Knights will turn it over. 2.44 to go in the half. They're up by 8. 29-21 Red Knights. Bob, that was the first turnover this quarter for Redding. The Red Knights have just five for the game. So they're, they're, they're taking better care of the basketball than they did in the Burks title game against Wilson. Here's Benny in the open floor. Pulls up his dribble, and Chapman stole it away from him from behind. Red Knights back the other way. Cruz drives, flips to the left hand, and scores. Yeah, Dallas Ward wanted to take, thought about taking a charge, and then thought better of it and got out of the way. And the switch to the left hand makes the difference, and now we're getting a technical on the bench. Jeremiah Kamara, Francis. excuse me, Francis Kamara, the head coach, just got teed up. So he's going to spend the rest of the night on the bench now, saddled after a coach gets a tee, he's going to have to sit down. And right now, Brian Bankard, his assistant, is making sure that Coach Kamara doesn't get another tee. Francis is still fired up from that technical from before. Yeah, I think he's upset by that, and I think he thought there was contact when Cruz went to the basket and scored. 
I, I think I actually thought there was no contact and, and not, not enough for a foul anyway. So the Red Knights lead is 10, but now Benny's back at the free throw line to shoot two more technicals for the second time in this quarter. He makes the first, and of course the Comets are going to get the ball. Nico Sosa back in, Yadiel Cruz out. Red Knights trying to nurse him through a little bit here. He's got two fouls. We're still 2.22 left to go in the second. Benny's free throw attempt coming up is also good. Six out of seven at the stripe for Ethan Benny. And now the Comet deficit is eight. He's going to have the ball. Benny has 13 of the Comets, 23 points. You could see why Millersville had recruited him because he's got a really nice shooting touch. He scored just shy of 23 points per game of the 60 that the Comets score. Here's a drive and a kick for three for Rohrer. No. Kamara with the rebound. A little bit out of control and it's taken away as Severino t- comes in and steals it away from Kamara. And now a whistle and a foul on the defensive end against the Red Knights. It's going to be on Chapman, and that's his first. Trying to go for the steal. Foul Benny, and Benny's going to be going to the line right. with the... Uh, Red Knights well over the limit in fouls. So Ethan Benny right back to the stripe. Said he's an 82% free throw shooter on the season. And he misses the first. Nate Ruiz will check in. 6'2 junior for Penn Manor. Yadiel Cruz back in now for the Red Knights. The Redding's done a great job in shutting down the second scorer for Penn Manor, which is Michael Lauer. Averages 13 points per game. He has not scored in his first half. Oh, for Benny five. Make, yeah, Benny I'm makes sorry. the second. Oh, for five from the field. Lauer. Seven-point game now after the one out of two for Ethan Benny. One, excuse me, two minutes left to go in the first half. Looks like the Comet switching to a zone here. To the high post. Try to get it to the high post, but Cruz's pass is deflected and taken away. Red Knights couple of turnovers too many here in the second Benny in the open floor another Euro step move draw some contact no whistle Cruz has the ball back the other way Yadiel trying to run but a foul called on Severino to stop the break Yadiel Cruz is back to the free throw line Yadiel may have gotten away with one on the other end they're not going to make it a shooting foul they're going to say that Yadiel was still on the floor so it's not a shooting foul. Xavier Beatty out. Malik Osumano in for the Red Knights with 136 left in the half. That foul is on Severino. His second. Next foul on Penn Manor. Redding goes to the line. Inside is Chapman. Up and oh, home wow. somehow. Nick Chapman through a lot of traffic. Left-handed. Up and in. In traffic. Five points for Nick Chapman. The lead is nine again for the Red Knights with 1.15 to go in the half. Off the Wesley screen, they swing it around to the left side for Benny. Benny swings it back for Lauer. Rosario guards him. Off the screen, Rosario fights through it. Lauer gives it up for Ruiz with one minute left to go in the half. The Red Knights on top by nine. Benny trying to post up. Chapman. Lauer trying to get away from Kamara. Misses the shot. Rosario with a rebound. Outlet up ahead for Chapman. Chapman goes up and down and around and then travel. Try to get it to Yadiel Cruz. I don't think Cruz was expecting the pass and the Red Knights turn it back. And that's four turnovers and they've all come in yep. the second quarter and they've all come in the last few minutes. Redding now has eight for the game. Rosario and Cruz out. Sosa and Burgess in for the Red Knights with 45 now left to go in the first half clock here at the Geigel. Redding 33, Penn Manor 24. Benny with a basketball. 
Going to go off the screen of Wesley. No, he goes the opposite way now. Now he's looking for a post up with Ruiz and a foul called on Chapman. Chapman trying to steal it away. Comes up with a foul and it's going to put Benny back at the free throw line. This will be the 10th and 11th free throw attempt of the first half for the 6'6 senior Ethan Benny. And that was, it's Chapman's second foul. He's done a pretty good job trying to guard the taller Benny. Yadier Cruz back in now for offense and Sosa out. Offensive and defensive substitutions for the Red Knights. With Benny making the first and another free throw coming his way. And that's good too. So he has 16 of Penn Manor's 26 points. 33-26. Red Knights probably going to try to hold for one, but they throw it away. Chapman with a, throws it away, and then Burgess tries to steal it from behind, but he's out of bounds. Pass initially picked off by Severino, and then Burgess denies the breakaway on the other end. Penn Manor will keep it as the Red Knights turn it over for the fifth time in this quarter. Yeah, these are these are careless yep. turnovers. These aren't under pressure these last five especially here in these five in the second quarter i mean they're, they're, it's just unforced inbounds for benny for three no long rebound battle for it ruiz wins it for the comets with 12 seconds to go in the half inside looking for benny but chapman knocked it loose it's still loose wesley picks it up and the big man misses the shot blocked by osumano outlet up ahead for sosa who will catch and score with two and that will do it for the half Red Knights get it done on the defensive end, and it turns into offense. It has happened so many times this year. Malik Osumano with a block right before the end of a quarter. We saw it here against Wilson in January. See it again tonight. Blocks Wesley's shot. It turns into a layup for Sosa. And a nine-point lead as well for Redding High. After two quarters, the Red Knights looking to move on to the District 3 playoffs Yet again, they lead Penn Manor at the break. The score, Redding 35, Penn Manor 26. Take a timeout back with our halftime show and a whole lot more from the Geigel Complex on North, North 13th Street in Redding. Family owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Reading, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. You have auto insurance because... Let's face it, stuff happens. And then you feel punished with a rate hike after filing a claim? Erie Rate Lock changes all that. With Rate Lock from Erie Insurance, your low rate stays great until you change cars, drivers, or your address. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Rate Lock is not guaranteed continued insurance coverage. Insured must meet necessary underwriting guidelines. Premium may change if you make policy changes. Not all products are offered in all states, patent pending. Jason, this furnace is struggling again. Should we get someone to fix it or just donate it straight to the museum? Wow, that is a real piece of history right there. Can I be of service? When you don't know what to do, when you're worried your older model furnace might be truly beyond hope, one man will be by your side, fighting for truth. 
justice and a few more years of heat. Speaking of history, is archery still a thing? I'm the H.L. Bowman Bowman. And did you know that the furnace technicians at H.L. Bowman have the parts and experience to repair even the most quaintly outdated furnace and have you feeling cozy again in no time? I feel cozy just hearing you say that. Ashley, I'm standing right here. Not in tights, you're not. Visit hlbowman.com. Shopping at Redner's has never been easier or more convenient with Redner's Ready, the order online and pickup service for Redner's Markets. Visit Redner'sMarkets.com and click on the Redner's Ready icon. Then choose your items, pay online, and pick up your order in any of the designated Redner's Ready parking spaces, and your groceries will be brought right to your car. It's Redner's Ready, the convenient online order and pickup service available only at Redner'sMarkets.com. Tonight's halftime show brought to you by Lincoln Plumbing and Heating. When you need a plumber, get a good one. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years, Lincoln Plumbing has the experience to go from a leaky faucet to a whole bathroom remodel. Call 610-376-0863 for Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, as honest as their name. Alongside Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool. We've told you throughout this half and, quite frankly, over the course of the last couple of years, how good Reading High has been in the postseason and the District 3 playoffs. They've won the last two titles. They've got ambition. Last three, I last think. Year, you're correct. They've won the last three titles and 24 overall. And now looking to get back there again. And maybe Rich getting a little bit of redemption as well. Francis Kamara saying they basically gave them from Friday into Saturday to kind of feel sorry for themselves. And then said Sunday, Monday, practice, let's get back to work. And he said they've had great practices, great energy, and they played with great energy for 16 minutes in the first half. Yeah, he told them to forget about the pain or forget about the loss and move on. And he said, channel the pain from friday night and show it tuesday and so far i think they've done a pretty good job except in the turnover category the red knights committed 18 in the burks championship game against wilson they've committed nine here so far and those five in the second quarter to me almost every one of them was unforced and that's something i'm sure that francis kamara is bringing up in the locker room one of the things when you asked him about keys he said tempo because obviously wilson controlled the tempo and yep. he was frustrated because of that but that's what wilson will do to you they want to control the tempo they did that tonight their defense led to their offense time and time again in the first half well they're playing great defense i mean they've, they've forced seven turnovers but penn manor is shooting just seven for 29 from the field and you know ethan benny has carried the carry the comments he's kept them in the game he has 16 of their 26 points and you know bob and i were doing our prep work individually separately and we came across this oddity penn manor <laughs> lost to cedarcrest who was playing wilson tonight 72 28 and then beat cedarcrest 65 49 i've never seen anything like that well here's why they lost 72 to 28 to cedarcrest Ethan many did not play correct and we can see why, how imp- we can see how important he is to Penn Manor here in the first half. Yeah. He's a very talented He's kid. got all but half of their points in this. He got more than half of their points in this game. And he's on the season averaging over a third of their points each and every night. Very good player headed to Millersville, 6'6", can do a lot of things. Started the game with a three. The Red Knights were finding a way to at least make sure that no one else hurt them. Michael Lauer, their second leading scorer, hasn't scored in this one. The only other player that's hurt Penn Manor, hurt Redding at all for Penn Manor is the big man, Demir Wesley. Again, headed to Villanova on a football scholarship as an offensive lineman. So he's 6'5". He's a big body, as you can visualize. And when he's been able to be on the floor, he can make a difference. But ultimately, the Red Knights have been able to neutralize them. So right now, 
the way this thing has gone through the first two quarters, unless somebody else catches fire, the Red Knights have to just make sure that Ethan, that Ethan Benny can't beat them by himself because the rest of the comments haven't shown that they can get it done. No, they've done a terrific – Redding has done a terrific job on Michael Lauer, who's came into the game averaging a little bit more than 13 points a game with 51 made threes. He is 0 for 6 from the field, including 0 for 3 from three-point range. And really, it's for, for Redding, they could focus most of their attention on Benny here in the second half. Um, Nick Chapman did a pretty good job, really, overall, uh, playing against Benny, giving up size, but really battling him and – and getting physical but you know benny's benny's a very dangerous offensive player and uh you know i look for reading to continue that pressure on the guards and prevent it from getting it to benny inside we'll take one more time out we could back with our lincoln plumbing heating halftime show rich will catch you up to date with some other scores going around district three when we come back to the geigel complex the red knights 35 the comets 26 at cross keys insurance we don't just sell insurance we help you buy it the right package, the right price, the right security for your home, family, or business. Cross Keys is an independent agent, and we'll search different companies to find the right combination of price and coverage to meet your needs. Call Cross Keys Insurance at 610-916-6190 to get the key to your security. The key to your security. Cross Keys Insurance. Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly? Having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. OverheadDoorOfReading.com. Pennsylvania athletes, families, and fans, UECU invites you to enjoy their low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, members' rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Buzzing. Get started online at UECU.org or stop by their branch in Why I'm Missing on Meridian Boulevard. That's UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, trust in a realtor with local knowledge and 20 years of experience. Phil Macaronis, a lifelong resident of Berks County and a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame, is rated in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for sales production. For a knowledgeable, personable, reliable realtor, count on Phil Macaronis of REMAX of Reading. Call 610-670-2770, extension 3179, or call his cell phone at 610-858-4555. Welcome back to our Lincoln Plumbing Heating Halftime Show. Promised it on our way to break. Rich Scarcello catch you up to date with other games going on around District 3. Also in 6A boys in a first-round game, Wilson trails Cedar Crest 37-30. Cedar Crest, the Lancaster Lebanon champion. Wilson, the Berks champion. In a 4A game at Leesport, first-round game, Middletown leads Schuylkill Valley 23-19 at the half. And in a 3A first-round game, Ole Valley on the road leads York Catholic 25-23 early third quarter. The only score we have from in the 5A girls, Exeter trails Mannheim Central 8-7 in the second quarter. Yeah, and this one 35-26. The winner of this one moves to 
play Carlisle, the number three seed who has a bye in tonight's game. So Carlisle, no doubt, here watching this one. And they will take on the winner of this one Friday night in Carlisle in the District 3 6A quarterfinals. Reading High 35, Penn Manor 26. Rich told you about that Wilson-Cedarcrest matchup. It's so interesting that the Berks County champion plays the Lancaster Lebanon League champion in the first round of this district playoffs as a 7 and a 10 seed. But that's what good competition will do to you. It doesn't necessarily help your power ranking, makes you better tough. But that's a tough draw for the loser, whichever one it is, whether it's Cedarcrest or Wilson. Yeah, because they're like here, the loser in this game that we have and in that game, their season ends tonight, whoever loses those, that, these games. Reading High will start with the basketball in the third quarter. Wesley Rosario, who didn't start the game, does start the third quarter, along with Yadiel Cruz, Jeremiah Kamara, Nick Chapman, and Malik Osumano. Again, they leave Rosario alone. This time his, his three is an air ball, and Cruz goes over the back of Benny and picks up another foul. That's his second, his third foul, but the second over the back. Yeah, there was no doubt about that, yep. that that was a foul. And now Cruz is going to the bench. Daquan Burgess in. He has two fouls, got them in the first quarter. But uh, Redding now playing without its leading scorer, Yadiel Cruz. Speaking of the bench, head coach Francis Kamara is stuck to it, as in a technical foul. So he's got to sit the rest of the night. And Penn Manor with the basketball for the first time here in the second half, down by nine. Redding's largest lead was ten. Kick it around to the left side for Figueroa. His three is no good. Severino with a putback, no good. But Benny tipped it up and home. Really nice inside positioning by Benny. The third look for the Comets in the possession turns into points number 17 and 18 for Ethan Benny. Burgess drives, kicks for Kamara. Three is good. Kamara's first points of the night after two misses in the first half. And we have a turnover. Stepped over the end line. Yes, it, did. yes indeed. So right back to the Red Knights. The eighth turnover of the ball game for Penn Manor gives it right back to Redding on their offensive half. 10-point Red Knight lead Nick and make Chapman it 12. up and in at the inbound pass from Rosario. Again, Nick Chapman scores near the basket. Largest lead of the night for the Red Knights goes to 12 as Chapman now has 7. 40-28 Redding on top, 6.45 to go into third. Benny gives it up for Lauer, kicks it to the corner for Figueroa. The lefties three, again, no good. Rebounded by Burgess. Up ahead for Kamara. Hesitates, drives, pull-up jumper, pure net. Jeremiah Kamara with the intermediate jumper gives the Red Knights a 14-point lead. Red Knights with the foot on the gas right now. Benny going to go off, go deep for three. is way off the mark, and it bounces out of bounds to the Red Knights. Yeah, Maybe a bit of a desperation shot there for Ethan Benny. Yeah, timeout Penn Manor. Could, they, they need one right now. Larry Bellew will call the timeout. The third one he takes in this one with Redding on a run. We're going to take a run as well. Back to the studios for a quick 30-second timeout with the Red Knights on top. 42-28 when we come back after this. Hey there, basketball fans. Let's take a moment to talk about the cornerstone in our neighborhood, Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. When it comes to protecting your home, trust the folks who have been doing it for over 51 years. From solar solutions to remodeling dreams, they've got you covered. Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. The name you trust, the people you know. Visit us today and let's make your home the MVP of the neighborhood. Call Bachman's at 610-947-5102 or visit GoBachmans.com. 
Six minutes, 14 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Red Knights are on top by nine at the break. They lead it by 14 now, and they've got the basketball following the Penn Manor timeout. Bob, in another 6A game, first-round game, Wilson, the Burks champion, trails Cedar Crest 45-33 after three quarters. In a 4A first-round game at Leesport, Middletown leads Schuylkill Valley 31-28. Rosario with a basketball, drives, and it looks to kick it back. Chapman for three. Good, Nick Chapman from distance. Redding breaking it open here, up 17 now, here in the first two minutes of the third quarter. Just the sixth three of the season for Nick Chapman, but he's now in double figures with 10. He averages 10.9 per game. Here's Figueroa, goes baseline, blocked by Osumano. Ball's loose on the floor, it gets kicked out of bounds, and whose ball is it? Penn Manners. Another block by Osumano. That's block number four by Malik. So it's going to stay Comet basketball with 5.36 left to go in the third. Penn Manor will inbound it right in front of their own bench. In a 5A girls first round game, Mannheim Central breaking it open. Leeds Exeter 37-16. Ethan Benny, the inbounder for Figueroa. Excuse me, for Severino. Up high for Demir Wesley. Gives it back. This is Figueroa from the left side, from the right side. No good. Long rebound is gathered up by Lauer. Lauer wants to drive. Lauer lost the handles. Nick Chapman stole it away from him. Right side is Rosario. Up high is Kamara. Dumps it down low for Chapman. Chapman gets a, a defender up in the air, dumps it off, but poked out of bounds by Severino. It's going to stay Reading High basketball. Chapman tried to get it to Osumano. Lauer still looking for his first points of the night for Penn Manor. Tried to get to the basket. Chapman stole it from it. Frustration starting to kick in for the junior. There's Burgess for a long three. is nothing but net. That was an NBA three. <laughs> and we have seen Burgess hit threes from that deep. Francis Kamara has encouraged him to shoot more threes. 35 on the season for a player who predominantly comes off the bench. Lauer, another three from the corner. No good. Rosario with a rebound. Redding high in the open floor. Rosario behind his back. Drives, dishes inside for Kamara. Kicks it back for Osumano. And a whistle and a travel. It's Redding's first turnover of the quarter. Their 10th of the night. 4.40 to go into third. Redding high's lead reaches 20. 48-28, Red Knights on top. The sixth seed, Red Knights, taking on the 11th seed, Penn Manor Comets. And a date in the quarterfinals on the line. Redding showing a little three-quarter court pressure. No problem. No intense Redding high-like pressure. And Julian Severino takes it across half court. Rosario will force him into a five-second violation. That's terrific defense by Rosario. He was disciplined there, didn't reach in, didn't foul. Five-second count on the Comets. Nico Sosa, Yadiel Cruz back in for the Red Knights. Osumano and Burgess come out. 4.20 to go into third. Redding on top by 20. And after the Comet time turnover, Redding has it back. Rosario, double stack. He goes off the screen for Cruz. Screen and roll. They throw it away, but Rosario got it back. Looks inside. It's loose. Sosa picks it up from the corner of three. No. And Lauer pulls the weak side rebound down for Penn Manor. Lauer poked away from behind, and Rosario got called for the foul. That'll be his second, Red Knight's second, not a shooting foul. Penn Manor inbounds. Halfway through the fourth quarter. Reading High's nine-point halftime lead has grown to 20 here in the third. Penn Manor with just two points in the second half. And it was a 
tip in by Ethan Benny. Figueroa from the right side. The lefty goes to the top of the key and now to Lauer. Posting up is Benny. Dump it to him and he scores two more. Smart by Yadiel Cruz. Just hands up. Didn't want to foul. It's more important for him to be on the floor than to stop that shot. 20 for Benny and Cruz will match it on the other end with a bucket and a timeout called by the Red Knights. Yadiel puts the Red Knight lead right back up to 20. Redding High calls the timeout. 3.33 left to go when we come back to the Geigel. Redding, 50. Penn Manor, 34 after this. Family owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Reading, call 610-372-1624 or sandersfuneral.com. Reading High uses its first timeout. Comes with 3.33 left to go in the third quarter. I think Francis Kamar just wanted to stand up. He's got to sit on the bench for the entire second half. <laughs> That's very possible. <laughs> but really, you know, Francis said to us that, again, they spent 24 hours. He gave, he gave the players 24 hours to get over that loss to Wilson in the Burks championship game. And he felt that his kids were ready. They're, they're very aware that this is an elimination game. He, he wanted to make that clear. They have played with a sense of urgency. There's no doubt about it. You asked him the question about, and sometimes you're not never sure for sure whether the kids know the history and the history of the program. And these kids are, certainly know the pro history of the program, and they understand that they're expected to make a run, and they don't run away from it. Penn Manor beats the pressure. Here's Severino with off-balance finishes. No good, and Nico Sosa has the rebound for the Red Knights. Bob. One Penn Manor, one for nine this quarter. I'm sorry, two for ten this quarter. And Benny has both field goals. Here's a look inside from Sosa to Cruz and two and a foul. Great give and go between Nico Sosa and Yadiel Cruz. And Cruz looking to make this a three-point play. Cruz with a reverse layup and draws the foul. It's going to be on Figueroa, his fourth. Yadiel Cruz now with 14. Leading scorer in the county, just voted by the coaches as the Berks County Player of the Year. Congratulations as well to Matt Cauldron, who was named as the Coach of the Year in the boys. Maya Stewart from Wyomissing, the Girls Player of the Year. And Aaron Anders, her head coach at Wyomissing, the Coach of the Year. Yadiel Cruz makes the three-point play, and it's now a 23-point Reading High lead, 53-30. to Penn Manor with a basketball and hitting the three-minute mark of the third quarter. By the way, speaking of the Wyomissing Spartans, we'll see them on Thursday night. We'll be at Wyomissing as the Wyomissing Spartans take on the Middletown Blue Raiders in the District 3 4A Girls quarterfinal. We'll have that before you Thursday night, 7 o'clock here at WEU. Ball poked out of bounds by the Red Knight defense for Penn Manor. Underneath for Demir Wesley. Goes up strong and two. I was just going to say, Wesley has been a non-factor this quarter. That was his first shot attempt, but he converts. Eight for Wesley. Chapman goes right inside against Benny. Misses the reverse, and it's rebounded by Devin Figueroa and Penn Manor. 2.35 to go. The Red Knight lead is 21 right now. And that's taken away by Sosa. Sosa up ahead for Cruz, who will catch and block from behind by Benny. 
Great recovery by Ethan Benny, and Penner, Ben Matter has it back. Wow, Benny showed a lot of athleticism there. And now he runs into Daquan Burgess, but they're going to call the block on Burgess. Foul on Red Knights, Daquan Burgess will be his third and should not be a shooting foul. Ben Matter underneath. Bob Benny showed me a lot wow. there because he not only was trailing Cruz, caught up and made a beautiful block. I mean, Cruz, we know, can jump. That was a terrific defensive play. Cruz will come out. Xavier Beatty comes in now for the Red Knights as Penn Matters' inbounds pass is knocked out of bounds and stays Comet ball with 2.20 to go now in the third quarter. Reading High's lead is 21. Penn Matter with the ball. Figueroa, long pass, and he air-melded into the seats. It's turnover number five this quarter for Penn Manor. They have 12 for the game. Their offense has not found its rhythm here at all in the third. 2.15 to go in that third. Wesley Rosario, Daquan Burgess, Nico Sosa, Nick Chapman, and Xavier Beatty, the five on the floor right now for Francis Kamara and the Red Knights. Rosario off the screen, runs into Wesley, and then dumps it off but traveled first. So you had Wesley Rosario driving on Demir Wesley, and he turned it over. Just the second for Reading High here in the third quarter. With two minutes left to go in that quarter. Here comes the pressure for the Red Knights. Benny to Wesley. And they leave the big guy alone, so he's going to bring it up the floor by himself. Now dumps it back for Sever for Figueroa. Kicks it for Rohrer. His three is no good. And a push off on Rosario underneath. Wesley Rosario just gave a good shove call. to yeah, Figueroa. And he got call. called for the foul. Good call. That's going to be his third, Rosario, that is, and the fourth against Reading High, not a shooting foul. Malik Osumano back in, and Wesley Rosario out now for the Red Knights. 146 in the third. Flowers been left alone here in the quarter. Fires the three, still can't find a bucket. Ball loose on the floor, tipped and controlled by Daquan Burgess and Reading High. Burgess in the open floor, lobbed up ahead for Beatty, count the bucket and a foul. Wow, did Beatty get up? <laughs> wow. Beatty, not, an, not a guy who scores a lot of points, but man, did he get, did he have the hops there? Has a chance at a three-point play. Daquan Burgess with the alley-oop. Beatty tapped it in and had the strength to get the bucket and a foul, a chance to make this a three-point play. Foul was on Dallas Rohrer. And Beatty makes the three-point play. Bob, Tremendous we, athleticism. Yeah, we, we've seen Xavier Beatty play football. We know he's a terrific football player but, and, a, and a terrific athlete. That was something. He really got up there. 56-32 as a result. And now a turnover as Benny is trapped and turns it over at half court. Six turnover the quarter for the Comets. 127 left to go in the third. Blood in the water for the Red Knights. They're on top by 24. And another timeout called by Penn Manor. They have used four of their five timeouts already. We'll take another breather and back with more on WEU, the voice of Berks County and beyond. Looking for a game-winning play for your next tailgate or get-together? Score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. Hi, this is Mike Kuhn with Kuhn Funeral Home. 
we're proud to announce four convenient locations to serve you. Coon Funeral Home in West Reading and Temple, Berkey and Driscoll in Hamburg, and Worker Troutman in Pottstown. Compassionate professional service while working cohesively as a team is what sets our family business apart. Thank you for believing in us, and we promise to always be there for you. One minute, 27 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Reading High trailed in this game 3-0. They tied it at 3-3. They took the lead at 5-3. They have not relinquished that lead since with 127 left to go in the third. They lead by 24. Bob, I think Reading's relentless pressure, even in the half court, and the fast, the tempo that they play at has taken a toll on Penn Manor here in the third quarter. Chapman with a great find behind the zone. Osumano missed it, fights for his own rebound, gets it. It's blocked by Nate Ruiz, but controlled by Burgess. A long three is gone. Daquan Burgess is out near the arm. I was just going to say, that was almost half court. 59-32, Burgess with a long bomb. His second three of the quarter. And inside of a minute to go in the third. Red Knights have blown it open here in the third quarter. Ruiz sees an opening right down the middle. The Red Knights let him go. Yeah. Uh, Cruz gambled, tried to get a steal, didn't get it, and Ruiz was able to drive to the basket. 35 seconds left to go in the third. Osumana left alone for a corner three. It's in and out. And rebounded by Benny with 30 seconds to go. Benny, long outlet pass up ahead for Ruiz. Waits for help. Throws it back for Benny. Long three for... Ethan Benny's way off the mark. Rebounded by Rohrer. And another look for Penn Manor with 20 left on the third quarter clock. Lauer for three. Finally, Michael Lauer scores. 15 seconds left in the third quarter. His first points of the night. 59-37. Red Knights with one last look here to finish off the third. With six. Chapman gives it up for Burgess. Yadiel Cruz from the corner. Clock running down to two. Can he get it off? Burgess, is it good if it goes? It does not matter. It's no good. And that'll do it. Still a great eight minutes for the Running High Red Knights, and they are now eight minutes from moving on in the District 3 playoffs. We'll have it for you when we come back to the Geigel. After three, Redding, 59, Penn Manor, 37. When it comes to Italian food in Berks County, nobody does it like the Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society in Reading. Authentic homemade dishes have been served up by Victor Emanuel's food for over 108 years. New memberships are now being accepted for only $10. The facility at 311 Hazel Street is also available for rental for your private parties, banquets, and celebrations. As the weather gets warmer, Victor's has a great outdoor picnic facility. Victor Emanuel Society, a taste of Italy right here in Reading. Buying a home has never been so easy. I'm Chris Snyder of Mortgage America. If you're buying a home or refinancing your current one, you've come to the right place. Mortgage America's expert loan officers are available to assist you 24 hours a day, offering professional guidance throughout the home buying process. That's why we're awarded the number one mortgage lender in Pennsylvania. Call us at 610-376-1755 or visit us at 1100 Berkshire Boulevard, Missing. MNLS number 128501. Welcome back to the Geigel Complex alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. We start the fourth quarter with the Red Knights on top of the Penn Manor Comets by a score of 59-37. Thanks to a 24-11 quarter in favor of Reading High. Changed a nine-point game to right now a 22-point game. And Penn Manor will start with the basketball here in the fourth. 
Bobbin, a 4A first round game with two minutes to go. Middletown 39, Schuylkill Valley 35. Here's Michael Lauer missing a three from the top of the key. Soso on the run out drives right at Lauer, gets bumped and fouled. So Nico Sosa back to the free throw line for Redding High as Lauer picks up his second foul. And, and in a 3A boys game, first round game, it's York Catholic 44, Ole Valley 38 with five and a half minutes to go. Wilson has pulled within two points with a minute to go. It's Cedar Crest 52, Wilson 50. Don't tell me the Bulldogs had a bad quarter, Rich. Yeah. yeah it, it, it it's amazing. Plagued, plagued them all with the exception the of one season. week. Yeah. <laughs> Last week. Yeah. And Matt Matt Coulter talked about it with you in the postgame interview. Yeah. He said we you know every game all year long we always had that one bad quarter. This week we didn't have that once. They had it tonight. See if they can overcome it. Sosa at the free throw line makes one out of two for the Red Knights. He's got nine, and the lead is now 60-37. Inside block from behind by Cruz on Demir Wesley, and it's going to be another foul on Yadiel Cruz. That's his fourth. You know, if, if, if Redding advances as we expect him to do here with a 23-point lead in the fourth quarter, Cruz is really going to have to watch his fouls. He, he, he's got to, He's got to pick his spots when to be aggressive. Yeah, he's had three of them essentially on the boards. Yeah. Two yeah. of them over the back, and that one battling with Demir Wesley. Now, again, Wesley can be a problem trying to get around him to try to get a rebound, but still, point being that Yadiel just may be a little bit too over-aggressive in certain areas. Wesley misses the first and makes the second. Nine points for the big guy, and it's 60-38, to 38, running high on top. Yadiel Cruz comes out now as... Jeremiah Kamara back in. It's Kamara, Rosario, Sosa, Burgess, and Osamano. Kamara for three. No. Weak side rebound. Benny had it. Sosa stripped it. Osamano picks it up. Kick out for Burgess and another three. This one no good. Rebounded by Rohrer. He's tangled up and a foul. Sosa and Burgess going for the steal. And they call a foul on the Red Knights. It's on Jeremiah Kamara. Just his second. And the Red Knights second in this fourth quarter. Just seven minutes and 17 seconds left to go. Penn Manor, an historic season for the Comets. Again, first Lancaster Lovely playoff appearance since 2010. And they won in the quarterfinals. First win in the Lancaster Lovely playoffs since 1990. Drive by Rohrer, blocked by Osumano. And Red Knights back the other way. Kick to the corner. Rosario for three. No. Osumano trying to battle for the rebound. Still loose. Comes up with it. Kicks it back. Rosario thought about another three. Let's Camaro take it instead. That's short right back to Wesley Rosario. Wesley never moved. And the ball came to him, and now he just threw it out of, behind his back and out of bounds. And those are the turnovers that Redding High has made. They've got a 22-point lead. It doesn't impact them. But Rosario got cute, threw it behind his back, and threw it into the seats. In a tighter game, yep. it, it will matter. And they could have a much tighter game Friday night at Carlisle in the in the quarterfinals. 6.40 left to go. Penn Manor gets it back after the Reading turnover. Knights on top by 22. Benny pulls up his dribble, brings it around for Rohrer, trying to get it inside to Wesley. Good entry pass, and Demir West. Rohrer gets the yeah, bucket. Really, really nice pass by Dallas Rohrer inside to Wesley, who uses his body to score. 20-point advantage now for the Red. 6.15 to go. Kamara to the corner for Sosa and right back, and they swing it around right side to left to Chapman. 
to the baseline to Rosario. Great backdoor look to Sosa and count the bucket. Rosario, who is such a terrific distributor, finds the cutting Sosa for the layup. Sosa now in double figures for the third time this season. Here's a baseline move by Rohrer to the bucket, and he gets two. Michael Lauer, excuse me, by Lauer. Lauer now with five, all of them coming here in the last couple of minutes. It's a 20-point game again, 62-42 Reddick. But really, Daquan Burgess and Nico Sosa have been responsible for guarding Lauer, and they've held him to four points. Sosa with a little runner, no good, gets his own rebound, kicks out to the corner for Kamara. He'll go baseline, hit the backboard trying to throw it out, taken away by Lauer. Up ahead, a great pass again by the Penn Manor Comets. This time it's Nate Ruiz to Demir Wesley for two. Now an 18-point game in favor of Redding. 62-44, 5-10 left to go in the ballgame. Another score from York. Ole Valley trails York Catholic 48-46 with 1.18 to play. Return inside of five minutes left to go here in the guy. Go stick around for our postgame. Words with winning coach and Rich Scarcella with some words with the one, some of the players, the Red Knights as well. And you'll see all of that on our postgame and on our social media page as well. Here's a Red Knight turnover. Benny up ahead for Ruiz who missed the gimme. And it's rebounded by Osumano. You can check out those interviews on Instagram, on Facebook, and Twitter. They have been a thing that people have been taking notice to. And we th- certainly thank you for that at 830weu.com. Chapman from the high post goes right at Demir Wesley, kicks it back for Sosa. Red Knights looking to be patient. Well, it's hard for them to be patient because <laughs> they're going full speed almost all the time, but they're going to try to do that now. Wesley pokes it away from Chapman. Chapman trying to get it back and cannot. Turnover for the Red Knights. To the corner for Lauer for three. Good. Tough shot. Michael Lauer is second three of the game with a half mark of the fourth quarter. It's now a 15-point game. Yeah, Redding getting a little careless, and, and Penn Manor keeps chipping away. Down, down to less than four minutes left. Seven straight now for the Comets. Rosario throw almost threw it away again. It was deflected off of Lauer and out of bounds. It stays Redding High basketball. Yeah, Francis Camaro is going to want a timeout, I think. Comes with 3.47 left to go in the ballgame. And the Red Knight lead, once up over 20, is now 15. 62-47. We'll take a quick timeout back with more after this. Family-owned since 1940, Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services have been providing care, compassion, and dignity to the greater Redding community. They are proud to serve you in your time of need, providing professional and personalized service. Our funeral directors can help you make pre-planning decisions that reflect your desires and budget. Sanders Funeral Home and Cremation Services can accommodate funeral, cremation, and memorial services of all sizes. Located at 1501 North 11th Street in Redding, call 610-372-1624 or Sanders Funeral Three minutes, 47 seconds left to go in the ballgame. Redding High led this game by 22 points, actually 23 points at the beginning of the fourth quarter at 60-37. to 37. It's still a solid lead for the Red Knights, but from 23 it's now 15. And Francis Kamara and the Redding High Red Knights call a timeout. They've got the ball following that timeout. Looking for the high post, but it's taken away by Demir Wesley. The big man away, gets stripped from behind. It's out of bounds. It's going to stay Penn Manor basketball. Bob just got a final in, in the other 6A boys game involved with the, involving a Berks County team. It was Cedar Crest 55, Wilson 50. 
the Bulldogs, the Berks champions, see their season end tonight. Tough draw for the Bulldogs. The county champion go down in the first round of the districts. Here's a shot inside by Nate Ruiz that's no good. Rebounded by the Red Knights. Up ahead for Yadiel Cruz who scores at the bucket. Much needed bucket just to stem the tide just a bit for the Red Knights. Push it back to a 17-point game with 3.15 to go. Here's a drive by Rohrer. No good. Rebounded by Rosario and a foul by Dallas Rohrer on the rebound attempt. Just the first foul against Penn Matter, so the Comets are going to have to commit, I assume, the second against Penn Matter, so they still have to commit a couple more fouls if their strategy involves sending Redding High to the foul line with three minutes and change left to go in this one. So the Bulldogs are done. The Red Knights looking to move on. Chapman for Rosario. Looks inside for Chapman. Chapman with a wild shot and hit off the backboard. And out of bounds to Penn Matters. A great look by Rosario, but Chapman just kind of went up and under with Wesley inside. With excuse me, with Wesley inside, and it hit off the top of the backboard and over to Penn Manor. 64-47 Red Knights. Lauer for Figueroa drives, kicks it for Benny in the corner for three. No, Rosario with a rebound. He wants to go. Wesley Rosario in the open floor. Crossover, dribble, and a bucket. Really nice finish there by Rosario. He's, he's got five rebounds, two assists, and ten points. And the lead is 19 again as Figueroa drives. Red Knights getting a little casual on the defensive side, giving up some buckets for Figueroa here. And now the ball is loose on the other end, and six, Redding High will turn it over. Six turnovers here in the fourth quarter. Francis Kamara can't like that. That's a... Ruiz drives inside. Rosario tried to draw the charge. No whistle, no bucket as well. Ruiz comes up empty. Two minutes to go. Redding High is on top by 17. Drive, kick, corner, three. Cruz, no. Rebounded by Wesley. Bob, Ethan Benny, no points in this fourth quarter. Michael Lauer in transition pulls up for a long three. He's finally found some range here in this second half. Makes it a 66-52 game. Closest Penn Manor's been all half. It's early in the, I'm sorry, it's early in this in the second half. It was a nine-point game at halftime. Another careless pass by Rosario. This time it's tipped out of bounds by Benny. Kenyon Sheriff is going to check in now for the Red Knights. Daquan Burgess, Nico Sosa back in. 128 to go. Running highs on top by 14. Jeremiah Kamara with the ball out near half court. Just put the ball on his hip. Makes Penn Manor come out to him. Sheriff back to Kamara. 115 to go. Red Knights looking to try to play keep away here, but they throw it away. Another turnover for Redding High. Lauer gives it up for Ruiz. Stripped from behind by Burgess. And back the other way comes Redding High. Great play by Daquan Burgess. And now trying to avoid the pressure. Does and gives it up. Burgess. Very aware of time and score. Tries to run off some time there, and Kamara gets, Kamara gets fouled. Lauer on the foul. That's only the third against Penn Manor, and that's the problem for the Comets. And now, Larry Bellew is going to say, you know what, guys, we had a great season, best season at Penn Manor High School for a long time, and he's going to run up the white flag and send in five substitutes, which means it's the end of the line for Ethan Benny. 6'6", senior headed to Millersville. His final game finished with 20, but as Rich said, he had 
20 early on in the third and has not scored since. Just four points in the second half. All four came early in the third quarter. Just one field goal attempt in the fourth quarter. It's also going to look better for Michael Lauer at the end of the day. He's going to finish with 11, but all of that came very late in the third and here in the fourth when the Red Knights got a bit casual with a comfortable lead. is now with 40 seconds to go. Redding High is trying to run out the clock. Look inside, spin it around for Ezra Jackson, who lays it off the glass and scores. Some of the youngsters getting a chance to play here for Redding High in the closing seconds. 68-52, the Red Knights are headed to Carlisle for a date in the quarterfinals. Here's a three on the other end by Jordan Martinez for Penn Manor. And Redding High barring a foul will probably let the clock wind down. Kenyon Sheriff with the ball out near half court with 10 seconds to go. Gives it up. Here's a long three for Jameer Jacob that's no good. Rebounded back up by Steven Pantaleone. No good, but he gets tapped in by Xavier Beatty. That'll count. A little bit more at the end for Xavier Beatty and the Red Knights, but Redding High with a comfortable victory tonight here at the Geigel. The final score, the Red Knights 70, Penn Manor 55. We'll take a timeout back with our postgame show, our player of the game, our play of the game, and a whole lot of interviews before we leave the Geigel tonight here at WEU and Redding. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 800-308-4648. 800-308-4648. That's 800 308 4648. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Jason, this furnace is struggling again. Should we get someone to fix it or just donate it straight to the museum? Wow. That is a real piece of history right there. Can I be of service? When you don't know what to do. When you're worried your older model furnace might be truly beyond hope, one man will be by your side, fighting for truth, justice, and a few more years of heat. Speaking of history, is archery still a thing? I'm the H.L. Bowman Bowman. And did you know that the furnace technicians at H.L. Bowman have the parts and experience to repair even the most quaintly outdated furnace and have you feeling cozy again in no time? I feel cozy just hearing you say that. Ashley, I'm standing right here. Not in tights, you're not. Visit hlbowman.com. Welcome back to the Geico Complex where the Reading Red Knights take care of business tonight. They take they beat Penn Manor by a final score of 70-55, to and they will move on to the District 3 6A playoffs. They will take on Carlisle Friday night in western, west of Harrisburg. Let's go down to the floor. Rich Garcella is caught up with the Red Knights. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. We're here with Reading coach Francis Kamara. 
Reading senior Nick Chapman after the Red Knights victory over Red Manor here in the District 3 6A first round games. Nick, how did how do you think you guys responded after the loss in the Burks championship game? I feel like we responded very well. We could have finished the game a little bit better, but I feel like we responded very well. How would you describe your defense, the team's defense tonight against this team with the two bigs that they have? Uh, girl, they, were, they were way bigger than us, so we already know we had to box out and like play our help in King Rook, so we already knew like what to do and stuff like that. So like our defense was very, very good today. Nick, did the thought that this is an elimination game, did that go through your mind, and how much did you think it motivated you and the guys? Nah, I did not go through my mind because I know this wasn't going to be our last game. Nah, I still want to play 32 more minutes, and I'm still not done playing high school, so I'm already know we had the dog in us. You guys did a terrific job on their guard, Lauer, who uh, scored 11 points, but they all came after you guys had a big lead. What did you guys want to do with him, Lauer, number one? We just didn't want him bringing up the ball, and that was, like, one of the main players. So, like, we just had to do good on offense and defense before we could make stops for him. All right, Nick, congratulations. Good luck on Friday. Thanks a lot. I'm going to talk to Coach Kamara. You were concerned about their two bigs. How do you think your guys did defensively, Nick especially, against um, against their big? I think we did an amazing job. I mean, obviously, we're not as big as them. Um, but we're, we're a tough team. We're a bunch of scrappy kids who will love the fight. Um, so I didn't expect anything less from that, from, from our guys. Um, defensively, that's where we, where we hang our hat. So we wanted to just make sure we made them guys uncomfortable. And um, uh, the big fella had to work for everything. So that's what we tried to make him do. Nick had spent most of the night on Benny. What did you want him to do? What did you tell him to do against a guy who uh, was quite bigger than him? Yeah, the guy's big. He can handle the ball, but Nick's annoying. <laughs> um, he, he's a smaller guy. He can get underneath the skin a little bit, um, get underneath him defensively a little bit, which tall guys don't like that. They don't like guys in, underneath them and in, in, in the way. And Nick does a good job of just being annoying and being in the, in the way, forcing, um, forcing him to make sure that he's taking a good job, doing a good job with every dribble, right, because he's, he's down there. So he's going to attack the ball. He's going to try to make him uncomfortable, force him to his left hand. And Nick did an amazing job of that, as usual. You had told Bob and I before the game that it took about 24 hours, you thought, to get, you gave them 24 hours to get over the loss to Wilson in the championship game. How do you think they responded from an emotional standpoint? Emotionally, I think they responded well. I mean, we got a tough group, mentally tough kids. Um, obviously, that loss really, really hurt them guys. Um, they played their hearts out. Unfortunately, the it didn't end the way we wanted to that night. But like I said, I told them, I talked to all of them, man, listen, 24 hours. You can, you can be upset about it, do whatever you need to do, all right, but get over it, all right, because we've got another season starting up, and we started off our, ne our next season on the right foot today. How would you describe team's defense overall tonight? Amazing. I mean, like I said, I think we do a great job playing defense. We just have to do a better job making sure we, we limit teams to second and chance, uh, second chance points and um, multiple rebounds, things like that, because we, we're a smaller team, and sometimes we don't box out as well as we should, but... Our, our little guys were in there scrapping today, fighting, boxing out, and it's beautiful to see little guys, Daquan Burgess, in there fighting for rebounds, Neil rebounds, Jeremiah in there fighting and scrapping, and that's what it's going to take. It's going to take collective effort from everybody. What do you know about Carlisle, who you will play Friday in the district quarterfinals? They're a pretty good team. They got a really good score, um, but we'll be prepared. Francis, thanks a lot. Congratulations. Thank you. Francis Kamar in his first season as the head coach of the Redding Red Knights, the former Red Knight, who's had a lot of pressure on him, obviously, with huge shoes to fill.
here at Reading High School with the great job that Rick Perez has done with this program and then turning the reins over to his good friend Francis Kamara while he goes and coaches with his great friend and best friend Matt Flowers out in Muhlenberg. But Francis Kamara had a lot of pressure on him taking over this program and the Vultures are always circling when you got to take over for somebody who had a whole lot of success, including winning a state championship a year ago. But he has been very patient with his basketball team and exudes confidence in them and has transferred that to them on the floor. And it's starting to show dividends now for the Reading Red Knights as they move on and their season continues as they'll head to the District 3 6A quarterfinals with Reading High's victory tonight. They take care of Penn Manor by a final score of 70 to 55 we're going to take a timeout. we'll come back with our judd firestone player of the game our angstad family dental play of the game and a rundown to the scoreboard of the other games involving burst county teams in the district three playoffs set you up for the remainder of the week as well you're a weu in reading when you consider choices for a burial place the most important considerations are pleasant surroundings, ongoing maintenance, and availability. The Charles Evans Cemetery is one of the most beautiful and historic cemeteries in Berks County. The Board of Trustees of this nonprofit cemetery are guided by a trust endowed by Charles Evans in 1846 to maintain the grounds for all time and many acres are still available at the Charles Evans Cemetery to fulfill the needs of Reading in Berks County for many years to come. Beauty, dependable maintenance, and room to grow, plus very affordable rates for burial, as well as cremation and interment in the columbarium and mausoleum. For more information, call or visit the Charles Evans Cemetery, 1119 Center Avenue, in Reading. Hi, I'm Terry Sinelli, proud longtime resident of Berks County. I'm thrilled to introduce you to the residents of Village Greens, our brand new senior living community opening this summer with 131 state-of-the-art apartments offering independent living, personal care, and memory care. We're dedicated to providing vibrant senior living and the best team of caregivers in Berks County. Visit our welcome center at the intersection of Penn Avenue and Broad Street in Sinking Spring or visit the residents at villagegreens.com. Hello, this is Dr. Angstad from Angstad Family Dental. Do you need dental care? We know firsthand how tough it can be to find a great new dentist or a gentle dental hygienist. If you want a safe, modern, patient-centered dental office, then all you need to do is make a quick, simple phone call to our friendly staff, and you'll be ready to go back to the dentist. Call 610-236-0700. Angstad Family Dental. Let our family take care of yours. Come in and leave with a smile. Welcome back to our post-game show. Tonight's player of the game brought to you by Judd Firestone Plumbing. Whether it's a dripping faucet, a drain backing up, or plans for remodeling a bathroom or kitchen, it's important to have it done right. Judd Firestone Plumbing has more than 85 years of combined experience serving the community. Call 610-678-9080 for Judd Firestone Plumbing in Laureldale or find them on Facebook. Well, Rich Garcello is spending some time with Nick Chapman today. He wasn't the top scorer today, but his combined effort between what he did defensively and trying to frustrate the Penn Manor Comets, and again, having to guard a six foot, six inch, 23 point per game score when Nick Chapman is just five foot 10. Those responsibilities, and when we talked with Francis Kamara before the game, he kind of got a, a twinkle in his eye when we asked him who's going to guard the big man for Penn Manor, meaning Benny. 
and he kind of smiled and said, we got a surprise for him. And he, and he really knew, if you're not around this running high team as much as we are, knew exactly what he meant, which is that they're going to put Chapman on him and just kind of try to frustrate him a little bit. It took a while, but Benny, who scored a lot in the first half, was really quiet in the second half, and especially in the third quarter. And the Red Knights opened this thing up in the third quarter, outscoring Penn Manor 24-11 to in quarter number three en route to what ultimately came, became a 15-point win. But the Red Knights had this up by as many as 23 by the start of the fourth quarter. Now time for our play of the game brought to you by Angstaff Family Dental. Let their family take care of your family. Visit angstafffamilydental.com for more information. Daquan Burgess has delivered a couple of daggers for the Reading High Red Knights in the third quarter, including a three that he was about a foot and a half in front of the big R in the middle of the floor here at the Geigel Complex. Daquan Burgess showing his range, and those threes were a big part of that, again, 24-11 to 11 push by Redding High. He changed a nine-point Redding High lead to a 22-point lead after three. They scored the first point of the fourth quarter as well. It made it 60-37, to 37, and the Red Knights had their largest lead. They got a little sloppy. Nick Chapman said it to you, Rich, at, at, during that interview, and he's spot on. They got a little sloppy, maybe a little fat and happy in that fourth quarter because they had it comfortably ahead. Those are things you can't do as the rounds continue to move forward. And no doubt that'll be a focus. Yeah, they got a little lax. I mean, you commit seven turnovers in the fourth quarter with a big lead. Um, it, it's not a major concern, but they've got to take care of the basketball. I'd be more concerned if I were Francis Kamara with the nine turnovers in the first right. half. That's <laughs> something to address. With the you know the game was still close, but you know Reading played they, they played with a greater a, a terrific sense of urgency, greater sense of urgency. Um, they knew this was an elimination game. They knew they had to win if they wanted to continue this season. And now, most likely, well, they continue it Friday in the quarterfinals at Carlisle, but all they need is one more win, and this game will take them. They'll, they'll be playing in the state tournament again. Um, but really, they haven't lost a District 3 tournament game since the 2020 championship game to Wilson. So that's an amazing streak. <laughs> it really, it really is. And the Red Knights just expect to win. They always do. But when the playoffs are, are, are in bloom, that's when the Red Knights are at their best. And the trophy case certainly personifies that. 25 Berks County titles more than anybody else. That eluded them this season with Wilson winning the county title game on Friday. But the 24 district titles, well, that's still very much in place for the Red Knights as they look to pursue their fourth in a row. They take the first step tonight with a 70-55 to victory. As we continue our postgame show, Rich Costello with a rundown of the scoreboard. Okay, let's go. We have four other games involving Burke's teams tonight. In 5A girls, I don't have a final score, but Exeter was well behind. Man, I'm central at the half. Ended up losing that game, so the Eagles see their season come to an end. The other three games are all boys' games. Let's start with the other 6A boys' game involving Burke's champion, Wilson. Wilson had a very difficult draw fell to cedar crest 55 50 the bulldog season comes to an end just four days after <laughs> winning the burks championship game so really a difficult draw they yeah. drew the lancaster Lebanon league champs on the road in the first round they needed a win to continue their season they don't in 4a boys schuylkill valley was with middletown the whole game at leesport down four with just two minutes left. 
ended up lo- didn't not scoring again the rest of the way, losing to the Blue Raiders 48-35. Panthers, again, had a terrific season, but their season comes to an end tonight. And in 3A, boys, Ole Valley traveled to your Catholic like their girls team did last night, played the Fighting Irish very close to the end, lost to your Catholic 53-50. The Lynx, their season comes to an end as well. So just going back to the conversation you had with Francis Kamara, and he used the word, and he said it with the utmost of, of affection, that Nick Chapman is annoying, which he is, is annoying. a perfect example. If, if, if you watch Nick Chapman play, and we've seen him play so much, oh, especially this year, and obviously he became more and more a part of last year's team as well as the postseason continue. That is the word that describes him. And if you and, and nothing would make Nick Chapman happier is if you said he was annoying. That's his job. Defend he's, you, guard right. you, and drive you crazy. He's the kind of guy in a pickup game you want no parts of because you, you know, you're looking for your yes, yeah, you know, we're having a pickup game, boom, boom. He will I, I will guarantee you in pickup games he he's probably plays at 110% as well. It's crazy. I mean, last year, you know, we forget, but you know, in the in the state championship game against Roman Catholic, Chapman had a really big night. Yep. Finished with nine points. I'm sorry, five. Yep, nine points, and seven of them came in that fourth quarter. He came up big, and he came. He's been coming up big all season, playing really well, especially since he returned from his injury. He had a fractured eye orbital. Um, has played really, really, really well, and played it. I, he gave up size tonight. I thought he did a really good job against Penn Manor's leading scorer, Ethan Benny, uh, held him to f- just four points in the second half. Yeah, and he had a tip in early on in the third quarter for Penn Manor to get him to 18, and then a bucket a little bit later on, and that was it for Ethan Benny. He'll finish his career. He became the sixth player in Penn Manor basketball history to top 1,000 points, so he certainly has that milestone as he heads off to play at Millersville, and certainly a guy who turned this program around in a lot of ways, Larry Ballou and Penn Manor were a struggling basketball program, as I said before, and it's certainly worth repeating. They qualified for the Lancaster Light League playoffs this year for the first time in, since 2010, and you've got to go back another 20 years since they won a game in the Lancaster Light League playoffs. They got that one off their back this this year as well with the win over Lampeter Strasburg. So Ethan Benny certainly helped lift this program a little bit. I don't know who you picked as your player of the game, but I have a feeling. But I just want to say this about three guys. In particular, Nico Sosa came off the bench. Yep. He finished with uh, 11 points, 7 rebounds. Wesley Rosario came off the bench for the, I think maybe for one of the first times this yep. season, if not the first time this season. He finished with 10 points, 5 rebounds. Maliko Samano did not score, but had 9 rebounds, 5 block shots. Yadio Cruz leads the way for Reading High with 17, but he is one of four Red Knights in double figures, including Sosa, with 11, and a 10 each for Chapman and Rosario, seven for Xavier Beatty, five for Jeremiah Kamara, and two for the Red Knights off the bench as well from Kenyon, or excuse me, from Panterino. Ezra, Ezra Jackson. Ezra Jackson. Ezra Jackson. Thank yes, you very yes. much. Couldn't read my own handwriting. From Ezra Jackson <laughs> as well for their other points. Again, Benny with 20 to lead the way for Penn Manor. 13 for Demir Wesley, the big man. Saddled with some foul troubles early on. 
He ends up with 13. Michael Lauer with 11. But, again, that's an asterisk because he was not a factor in this basketball game. He ultimately ends up with close to his average of 13 a game, but he did a lot of that in the fourth quarter when the Red Knights had this under control. Six for Devin Figueroa and three for the for Jordan Martinez at the end for Penn Matter. 70-55, to 55. so that sets the table for where we go next, which is Thursday and Friday, the next round of the District 3 playoffs. Thursday night, it'll be the girls' county champion. The Y-Missing Spartans begin pursuit of their look at a back-to-back championship. Y-Missing won the girls' 4A championship a year ago. They begin pursuit of that after winning the county championship. They were the two-seat in Class 4A, and they got the bye, so they will take on Middletown, who beat Schuylkill Valley, last night and that'll be the matchup on thursday night at Wyoming missing high school seven o'clock is the tip-off time we'll have that one for you here at weu middletown blue raiders why missing spartans and that will have that one for you for you on thursday and then friday middletown boys who just beat schuylkill valley as rich told you will be headed to burke's catholic and we will see the saints take on the blue raiders middletown and blue and burke's catholic in boys for a on Friday night, that sets the table for our next two broadcasts here on WEEU. Yeah, big week of basketball here in Berks County, and our, the Berks teams that are still alive trying to make it to next week, trying to get to the Giants Center for the championship games Thursday and Friday because the team, no, Antietam, I think, Antietam plays Friday Correct. night right. at Lancaster Mennonite. If Antietam finds a way to, to beat Mennonite, that, and that's a that's a tough chore, but they the Mounts can do it. They will be in the championship game on Wednesday at Giant Center. So that's a little bit of a look ahead. So now you're caught up to date with where we are from here. Again, the Reading Red Knights with the win. Unfortunately for Berks County, it's the only W tonight for Berks County. And a great season comes to an end for a couple of other teams along the way, including Sucre Valley, Ole, and, of course, Wilson, the Berks County champion, done in the first round of district playoffs as they fall to Cedarcrest in South Lebanon. But this one, it belonged to the Red Knights from just about the very beginning. Penn Manor finishes their season at 17-8. Redding moving on. The Red Knights are now 18-8. The final score one more time, Redding 70, Penn Manor 55. For, uh, thanks very much to Danny Scott and the athletic staff here at Reading High School and the Geico Complex for the hospitality. For our staff here at WEU, Sean Tansky back at the WEU studios. Our sports director, Jeff Nolan. For my colleague, Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. Thank you for always for listening to high school basketball here in WEU. We'll be back with more coverage for you on Thursday and Friday on The Voice of Berks County and beyond. WEEU Sports presents exclusive live coverage of Berks County High School Basketball. High School Sports on WEEU is brought to you in part by Angstadt Family Dental, Bachman Roofing, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Mortgage America, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, UECU and by Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society. Berks County High School Basketball presented by Cross Keys Insurance only on WEEU, the voice of Berks and beyond and online at 830weeu.com.
Hi, everybody. This is Sixers broadcaster Tom McGinnis. Follow the Sixers right here on 8.30 a.m. WEEU in Ready. Black people, rock and roll, jazz, blues, country, pop music. So if you have a problem with cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. y'all create.